on this DMV Sports Roundtable. From a personnel standpoint and a playbook standpoint, we're not limited. I think we can do a lot. We can stop speculating about Alex Smith and the Redskins, finally see what they can do as they visit the Arizona Cardinals to start the season. Also, maybe this really is a city of champions. The Washington Mystics make it to the WNBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. They face the Seattle Storm for the trophy. Jamal Bowens, George Wallace, Dimitri Sotis here with you. Follow us on Twitter at DMV Sports Round 1. Redskins Cardinals, 425 on Sunday. Uh, last time I saw it's almost a toss-up. I wouldn't say toss-up. I, w- I would definitely give the Redskins the edge, even though Arizona has had their number for the last few seasons. I don't remember the last time we've beaten Arizona in Arizona. It's a must-win must, if there's ever right a must the win in week one, this is it. That's what I'm sticking with. That's what I'm going. Because I agree with you. The, well, look, Arizona's got a new quarterback in Bradford. They got David Johnson's coming back from injury. New coaching staff. Two new quarterbacks. Two new quarterbacks. So this this is a very, very winnable game. It's a game they have to have. Gruden has to win an opener. And between this game and the Colts, and then they get then you get the Packers, Saints, Panthers, and downhill from there. So you have to yeah, win. It's, it's, they've got a gauntlet. You know, for a team that back their way into seven wins, could have had two wins. But we repeatedly get top schedules, very difficult schedules, for a team that has not had to continue success or hovers around the bottom of the division. So it's, it's curious. I always think it's a, it's a thing against Snyder. They're trying to stick it to the Redskins, but... You know, that's that's just my bias. But I don't see how they've earned these types of schedules. This is a division winner type of schedule that you're looking at. You guys remember that uh, Philadelphia game, the first one that Chip Kelly coached, and it looked like the Eagles were going at twice the speed of the Redskins. Could it be something like that where the Skins just don't know what they're up against. We haven't seen this new well, no, and that's new the, look Cardinals. And they team. said that this week because you have a lot of unknown. You don't know what you're going. You kind of look the, the players were saying you look at tendencies from Wilkes. I mean Norman knows him obviously. Yeah, but I, I mean in Carolina, but you don't know because you you, you have it's a whole new Those are two thing. different things yeah. though. That that team that Chip Kelly had, they had Michael Vick and, and Deshaun no, Jackson. No, no, he's talking about the unknown. It's a different definitely well, style. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not saying it's, it's going to be the same yeah, exact no, thing. It's going right. to be like, "Oh shoot." Right. I don't Except think they so. won't say shoot. They might right. say something. Yeah, I mean, to me, I, I, get the, I get the point. I get what you're saying. But then I look at who they have and who their main go-to folks are and who they lost. And it doesn't really matter what the scheme is. That line is just like ours. Decimated from injury last year. Coming back. David Johnson is, is getting back in the groove. He's going to be the one you have to look at. Oh, yeah. Larry Fitzgerald is – he's Larry Fitzgerald. But I don't – he doesn't – scare you anymore. John Brown is not there anymore. That deep threat. They drafted Christian Kirk. He's a rookie. Sam Bradford, I don't know if he's carted off in the in the first two quarters. I don't know if he makes it. So he's got them brittle ass bones. I don't know if he makes it. But to me it's yes, you don't know the scheme, but I know the personnel. And what I'm looking at from the personnel is they don't have a lot to go with, especially on the offensive end. I agree. Uh, Redskins predictions, victory all around. I would Sunday? say so I would I would I still stick with both sides. It's the offensive line. Because their line, like I said, both were injured last year. I think that our D line, our front seven, if it's supposed to be what it is and what we hope it to be, they should put a whole lot of uh they've sacked Bradford many times. When they played him, he's a statue of liberty. He's not going anywhere. They can generate pressure on him. But on the other side, you still had Chandler Jones, who had I mean, with 15, 16 sacks. Yeah. You know, you've got Patrick. I don't did know. You got, who, did you got Trent, though? 
You got Trent, yeah. But I don't know who Peterson's going to be on. So I don't know how that's going to affect it. Are they going to put him in a slot and try to get him a mismatch on Crowder? Are they going to put him on Doxson? Does he get, go on the other side and travel with, with Richardson? You don't know where he's going to go. They've got some pretty good players on their defense side of the ball. So if we can, our O-line can hold them, we've got enough weapons to do whatever we want to do. You can you got to commit to the run. And they commit to the run like they did in, with the Rams last year with AP and whoever else you want to sprinkle in. Oh, that's going to open up everything for Alex Smith. I think he's going to feed Peterson. Y'all, and Thompson will see his first action. He doesn't action. need 30. Huh? I would say I would say twenty to twenty five would oh, be yeah. ideal. You don't want to. You don't want to. No, 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 no. no. You but don't want to saddle him too, with all that. These guys haven't been. You, you can get all the reps you want in practice. That's fine. But they haven't been all together on the field yet with Thompson and Reed in a game situation. That's so, true. And Trent said this week because the lucky, the good thing is those guys are veterans and they right. can be ready. But this thing is with you know this offense is going to take time to get going. You're kind of glad it's an Arizona team that you're starting out with. Yeah, because they, they have the same issue on the other side. Bradford right. is brand new. So you just hope that it's let's, not let's like Let's say a he struggles. Preseason And game. you might see Rosen at some point. Because there's no guarantee. I don't know how short of a leash Bradford is on. So very easily, if he turns the ball over or gets beat up and gets sacked because he has injury issues, you might be able to see. You might see Rosen at some point in the game. That's not out of the realm of possibility. But he does, neither one of those guys have any time with David Johnson. They've got the same amount of time. With Fitzgerald, uh, Kirk, or uh, Seals Jones, or anybody else on the offense that Alex Smith has had with any of his receivers, yeah. so it's, it's to me it's the same. Plus, those guys, Kirk Jones, they're young guys. Thompson, Reed, the vets. Yeah, and I think you're going to see some wrinkles in the Redskins' offense too. I should hope so. Yeah. Mysteries on both sides yeah. of the ball, <laughs> with both teams uh, in the desert on Sunday. But what they are, win. But they win. Skins win. Yeah, write it down. A couple other intriguing, just because of the hard knocks effect, you got to think maybe Browns, Steelers, or maybe check on the X, Kirk Cousins with the uh, Vikings versus. Well, they're playing the, the Niners. Niners. They're playing. He's playing Kyle. Yeah. That's, so you got X X spouses Alfred, all over the place. X spouses. Yeah. Alfred yeah. Morris, who by the way I picked up Alfred in one of my leagues. Don't play. Him to do him play him this week. Look, you've got 30 <laughs> you not play him this I'm week. I'm not playing this week, but I'm just saying. How many how many teams are you up to, by the way? 30 something. I don't know. Demetri, I, you I, believe I, that I will get a count. 30 I am amazed. fantasy teams. It's easy amazed. to manage, man. It's not easy to manage. It is. Right, I'm not going to go through this every week because every week you're going to add some. No, I'm not. But I'm not. I'm not. That, after last weekend, I'm done. You're done. I'm All finished. Right. So I'm, I, I think I'm at the point where I've done too much. You asked me last week, did I have a problem? Probably so. Probably so. So when I'm looking at myself in the mirror and say, this, stop it. Something is wrong. You have a problem. Stop it right now. All right. So I, I don't know. I'll get a full count next week. Probably. But yes, to answer your question, 49ers Vikings should be intriguing just because the Kirk, we're going to watch him all year long and what he does. I think it's a blowout. And a blowout? Yeah. Who's blowing him out? I think that defense is too good. Which defense? The Vikings defense is too good. But haven't you heard Jimmy Grapple doesn't it lose It doesn't ever. make it. Well, he's going to lose tomorrow. He's going to lose this weekend. He yep. is going to lose. I, and That's what everybody says. I'm taking nothing away game. from whatever. I'm taking every nothing away from Kyle Shanahan. He's an offensive genius. We all know this. But that defense from top to bottom, all Kirk got to do is just not mess it up. Kirk with a K. Whatever his name is, I don't know him anymore. Whatever he's over there. You're so bitter, Kirk about him. I'm not bitter. I just was never a huge fan of his. I wasn't a Kirk stand like some people. But my thing is this. Man. That defense is too good. That defense can score points on its own. All respect to the 49ers, that defense is Swiss cheese. Come on, you can put, you can put a Richard and Sherman. McKinnon. Is Sherman going to be on – and they lost McKinnon. You're yeah. going to put Sherman on Diggs? I yeah. don't think so. Now, with them old-ass ankles, 
Are you going to put them on Thielen and Thielen's going to cut them up in the slot? Then you got Rudolph and a healthy Dalvin Cook. All he has to do in Kirk is not screw it up. Thank you. That's it. That's going to be a blow. What's the other one you mentioned? Oh, I mentioned the Browns just because everybody's been watching no, the hard you know knocks. What? I don't. I, that the Browns. This is not your average Browns. By the team. way, my bold prediction on the WTOP.com website that Hugh Jackson will coach the entire season <laughs> with the Browns. That's. That's bold, be right? removed it's not early. bold at all. It's not bold? It's not bold. Why? What bolder would He's be? He's won one game in two years. You think they start over I think, I, I, think the, I think this team is this is the best group that he's ever had. Not even him. <laughs> That's this is the best win. group they've had. Well, and the Steelers, the, the, the week one thing is, you know, because you got Le'Veon Bell's situation, too. Yeah, right. that's the intriguing part. Here's the other game, the Packers-Bears. You got Khalil. You got Rodgers I, Sunday I don't, night. I, I still don't think. They've, they're doing something in Chicago. They're putting something together with Roquan Smith and Khalil Mack and Floyd. But for right now, it's not enough when you have Aaron Rodgers, of course. If Jimmy Graham, just like the same questions we have with Jordan Reed every year, mm-hmm. if healthy, with that asterisk, if he's healthy, that's going to help this this offense by leaps and bounds. Yes, you lost Jordy Nelson, but Devontae Adams, who was already stepping up into that number number one spot, that's solidified for him. Their question is their running game. I don't know who their running back is going to be. You got one injured. You got suspended. Yeah. You got Montgomery, who is now kind of falling out of, of, of grace. But you got Aaron Rodgers, it really, the rest really doesn't matter. But I will say the Browns will surprise some people. Maybe not this week, but they're not on the Steelers level. But if I'm Cincinnati or the Ravens, yeah, they've they been could, on a down tick for the last could, couple seasons. Split one of those guys. two are going to get caught. Yeah, they could split I don't know which one it is, but if one of those two does not improve upon what they've done for the last season or two, I would not be surprised if the Browns caught them. They are very complete as yeah. an offense, and that defense, you saw it in a preseason game. Are we going to see Baker on Sunday? I would hope. If you see Baker on Sunday, then something's wrong. Then that means Tyrod got hurt. Yeah. So, no, I had a, for the first week, no, I wouldn't want to see Baker because I don't want to see – I want to see Tyrod succeed. Baker's going to have his time. Yeah. And and Tyrod has put in his dues and then done what he is supposed to do. And he you can win games with Tyrod. You can. I want to see Gordon. Yeah, Landry too. Landry. I want to see Gordon. Gordon, he might not start, but he'll play. Or Haven't seen him well almost two George years. It's been years, yeah. Most two years. I want to see that. I want to see how they do with how they divvy up the run game with Chubb. Then you've got uh, Duke Johnson and Hyde. I don't know how they're going to divvy up their run game, but that'll be interesting. I'll give them five, six wins. Why not? Nike aired its new ad featuring several athletes, including quarterback Colin Kaepernick during the uh, NFL season debut. It aired later because the game started later because of the rain. But anyway, is there really going to be a boycott of Nike as some have threatened? Is this any big deal after a couple of days of, you know, a lot of buzz, people talking about it? People have already started. People are continuing to boycott on on their own way. Nike is not a saint. Nike's had their issues with the sweatshop allegations and bullying or whatever, you know, in the organization. They are a corporation like any other. It's about profit. It's about bottom line. If this wasn't going to profit them in some sort of way, they wouldn't do it. These people that are online setting their shoes on fire, you know how I feel about people setting, setting merchandise on fire Come on, that while you they're wearing for. their shoes. That's, you know what? <laughs> I, mean, I was going to say that, Joe. You got to be a special kind of stupid special. to burn some shoes while you're in them. And then the fool showed the pictures and his feet are all burned up in the hospital. You think, is Nike going to cover your bill, <laughs> dummy? No. <laughs> 
So, you know, take that stuff. I guarantee you there's homeless vets all over this country that will say, hey, damn, if it say Nike on it, I'm cold. I need some shoes. I need some socks. Give me that shirt. I need that hat. Give it away. You sit up here burning up, cutting up. What is that going to do to Nike? Guess what, dummy? They got your money already. I saw a special ops guy say that. These idiots are doing it. Right. You know, and it I, I've, I've, seen, I've seen tweets from service members. And just like we as civilians have different perceptions of this issue and different feelings about this issue, people in the service, they don't all see eye to eye. So my thing is, don't speak for them because you're not speaking for each and every one of them. These might be a few, uh, let's call them internet knuckleheads that want to get some attention by destroying their merchandise. Is it a big boycott, though? It doesn't seem like it's going to be a worldwide. uh, no. No, Nike is, see, Nike is a huge organization, billion-dollar company, mm-hmm. multi-billion dollar. They did their homework. They didn't go into this blind. No, no, They no. knew there would be backlash. They, they, they knew they were going to take a loss. Yeah. yeah. And they knew at some point they would take a loss, especially when they decided to go public with this with this campaign. So all of that, anything that they, they lose has already been taken into account. Some lady tweeted, well, fine, I like my Converse. Guess what, stupid? They own that, too. <laughs> yeah, right. That's like saying, you know, I don't want to drink Coke anymore. I'll drink Sprite. Same company. So know what you're looking at, because these huge organizations, they own a lot of stuff. You have to do your homework. In that sense, you can get pretty cynical about it, because Colin Kaepernick really did sacrifice everything. He sacrificed his career for this and some activism. People think that they, some people think that he didn't. Well, if you can't gain employment, yeah, I don't care if you're an right. athlete or not. Right. Let's say that it happened to you on your nine to five, that you stood up for something company booted out and no other company in the field that you work in around the country not even just your city or your town state around the country will not touch you yeah so he gave it all up that, that's uh, giving it up but nike in support of him is not giving it all up at all they'll make any sales that they lose in the u.s they'll make it up in europe or nike is so big yeah, you know what Worldwide. no one else would take him on because no one else was bold enough or big enough to absorb what came with that Nike said, okay, guess what? I'm going to take him in, and I'm going to put him on the front of this. And there's nothing you can do about and it. Don't forget, you got LeBron, Serena, Tiger exactly. all yeah. speaking about sure. it. Right. You know, like it's Tiger, all today, in Tiger exactly. said it was a beautiful ad. You know, there's a lot of, you know, it's he talks about Serena and LeBron. Yeah. You know. It's bold for them to do it because there are also other multi-billion dollar companies that could have. You know, they had the cojones to do it. Mm-hmm. And then they, they'll look at you like, what? What you going to do? I'm going to capitalize because, yes, I am a business. But I'm big enough to take this risk. And we still are. Are making the NFL jerseys. Yeah. So we got Kaepernick and we got the NFL contract. Yeah, yeah. Look, people who are protesting, whatever your views are, you're not messing with Nike. You're in a, a no-win situation. When other people protest, the players, they're fighting the NFL, which is a much larger entity. It's a David and Goliath sort of thing. In this particular case, you people that are burning your feet up, you're David. And you don't have no rocks. You burnt them. I agree with that. As we mentioned at the start, we have to congratulate the Washington Mystics. They are in the WNBA Finals for the first time in franchise history. Not a good start. Game one was Friday night. The Storm defeated the Mystics 89-76 to in Seattle. But plenty of basketball left to play. They do have Sue Bird, who's yeah. tremendous. Yeah. And, and they, the Mystics have Atlanta Deladon. I mean, I think it's an evenly matched. This thing could go five. The summer, I listen, agree. the summer of uh, monumental sports continue, man. Yeah, yeah. 
I called this on this very air. I'm, I'm going to keep reminding people <laughs> when it happens, it and I'll shut ha- up. Well, it when it happens, yet. I'll shut up. All right. But we're in the finals, so I can still talk about it. Mm-hmm. The Valor threw a, a wrench in my plans because I didn't see them coming with that fluky championship they threw in there. What but, do you mean? A 2-10 and ten team? You didn't think was going to win the title? <laughs> you know, ah. I, did, I didn't know they had four teams at the time. Ah, I know. So I, I might have thrown them in there. But when we had the conversation, though, because this is the beginning of the season, we thought the Nats, next, yeah. we thought the Nats were right. a shoe. And so we said, well, let's take the them out. Right. And let, let's see who else is going to bring it. And I figured the Mystics has always been, they hang around the playoffs. Close, yeah. And in the WNBA, anything can happen. And then they have a weird playoff system. But they have a very good team. Deladon is, when she went down the other, the other week in the uh, oh, Atlanta series. Oh, she didn't come back. The series was over. Oh, yeah. yeah. It would have been done. I mean, there's no question It would have been that. a John Wall, yeah. you know, uh, Hawk sort Hawk. of thing. Yeah. I think they would have held it down because Christy Tolliver, who was the Terp, Terp like you, That's right. won a championship with Maryland. She's back in town, and she's a vet now. The Mystics have a chance. Has Dilladon won before? Did she win in Chicago? I don't think so. I know she's the MVP, though. She is an MVP. Tolliver won with the uh, Sparks. Mm-hmm. So you have your two vets, your, your two best players have experience. That's what they are brought here to do is win. And, and that's what they're doing. And, yeah. and they're young players. They're rookies. They're playing very well. So all around, I think they've got a shot. There are going to be a lot of people uh, getting on this bandwagon who have never watched a Mystics game. And in, that's going to be very in telling. In the long history of the team. It's going to be telling. If I start seeing a whole bunch of Mystics jerseys and people would go Mystics and all rocking, you know, the red or whatever you want to call it, it's phony. Because I guarantee you, y'all wasn't, y'all didn't tune in or try to find them on TV. You don't know what's going on. But once you say finals, everybody is on it. I guess the other side of that is I feel for those players over the years. I feel for the Mystics. I'm glad they're finally getting their recognition. They haven't gotten there. So, you know, when you get there, that's when you that's when you get she, the shine. She has not won. She has not. She was picked second overall in 2013. But she was MVP. Five-time All-Star, two-time first team, uh, MVP in 2015. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the Year, all-rookie team, scoring champ, peak performer. But I don't know She's a Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. But just to sum it up, that's a Hall of Fame resume. If she hasn't won one with all those accolades, she seems to me like she's that Ewing, that Barkley, that you know, that player that you want to see has had a great career, finally get one. Let's see, George, we didn't found another angle. There you now go. Now I'm rooting for Deladon to get her first, <laughs> her first ring. There you go. Go Mystics, go Skins this weekend. The DMV Sports Roundtable is on Apple Podcasts, the Podcast One app, podcastone.com, and WTOP's mobile app. Just tap listen. For Redskins fans, large and small, all around the world, God help us in the desert.